So you're, you're taking a screenwriting class right now? Yeah. <laughs> the thing that we just talked about less than one minute ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. You're really good at a, you're a good listener. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, what, what was that? What'd you what? say? <laughs> it was, oh. it was, a, it was a joke. Like I wasn't <laughs> listening. Great start. Great start. <laughs> Wonderful start. Wonderful Seriously. start. <laughs> but uh but what, what made you want to take that class um and yeah, go back to school so, well yeah that's exactly totally what's happening as I am going back to school and I'm like really picking up from where I left off about 15 years ago so there's a lot of like fear that comes with it you know but but also what comes with that is healing because you're like okay what am I afraid of <laughs> you're gonna find out exactly but I yeah I'm taking a screenwriting class and before the screenwriting I was taking a uh uh, a film class at PCC online of course and um that was cool because I got a really good grade I got like a 94 percent back on that but then when I got the grade I was like where's the six percent like what happened (laughs) that's high that's high that's 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 quite high (laughs) but the screenwriting class is so cool you know it's like it's funny because I would have thought it would be really easy for me to go into a class and talk about a project just from like being a musician and like touring for such like so young and going in rooms writing but um, it was really, it's really scary to go into a room of people you don't know and be open about something you're working on. You're like, oh, this is what I'm working on. So that was the scary part. <laughs> Waiting for that critique. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, I'm trying to just like go in with it. Like, you know, I'm really, you know, I'm there to learn new tools, not to be, uh, I mean, I'm trying not to be in there. I'm not I'm trying not to like uh, seek validation. Right, right, right. Even though that's maybe what's happening, but that's okay. That's, you know, something I'm... <laughs> Anyways. That's on the back burner. It's it, it's there. You're just not recognizing it. That's, that's the, it's on the forethought. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what is the age difference between you and your sister, Jennifer? Uh, Jen is two and a half years older than me. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah, we're two and a half years apart. So yeah, it's, a, it's a, not, not a huge age gap, but there's something there. Totally. It's exactly. It's like, there is some, we're close, but then also like when you go really far back, like junior high, it was like a pretty big gap. Yeah, definitely. It would have been like you know, she was in two grades above me and two grades above you was like, like, oh my God, they're so cool and older than you, but. <laughs> right. And it, and it changes in high school. You're like, okay, well like two, two years. I mean, at least for me, I, I had the same thought process while in middle school. It's like, oh, like, cause my brother is also two, two years older than I am. So cool. Yeah. So you totally yeah. get it. Yeah. But then when I got to high school, I was like, well, whatever, dude you're a junior, I'm a freshman or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. We actually went to different schools. I don't know if you're, uh, oh, I, I did my research. Probably. I know. Yeah. 
yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but you, um, but why do, do you think that that helped your relationship that you guys weren't in the same um, kind of group of people, I guess, and kind of separated in that aspect at that time yeah. of your life? Yeah. Well, it's funny because like we totally were when high school came, we separated schools, but we always seemed to still have the same group of friends. It was like, like she met some really cool uh, girls in her high school. And then I had a friend that I met in high school and it was just like, you know, like the punks of the high school. That's who we kind of chose to hang around. And then it was really about going to shows after school. So then that's where we would like then hang out at the shows together. And then I would meet her friends and, and then I just became friends with her with her with her friends I was as I was saying that I was like oh I wonder if Jen ever was like why is just friends with all my friends you know but I'm like I think actually she enjoyed it she was just like yeah like you know come hang out with us so the the, the meeting of the minds yeah mm-hmm. what, what kind of shows are going on at this time in your life okay so there was like before we discovered like Orange County, because that Orange County was like where the glass house was, showcase and chain reaction. Um, before that, it was we were in the valley. So we were going to um oh my god, called the Cobalt Cafe in I think it was in Van Nuys, where we were actually banned from. Like I feel like we were banned from there like two times. <laughs> The first one's like, hey, guys, all right, like it's temporary, like you can come back after the next amount of time. And then the second time they're like, OK, this is it. This is yeah. Uh, it's like kind of like probation. Yeah. And then and then you got to come back. And <laughs> totally. why, were you, why were you banned? What, what happened? Well, I remember like the first time. OK, the first time we were OK, I may be getting them mixed up, but the first OK, this may have not been a OK, this may not have been we were like not totally banned, but we were doing a battle of the bands with a, with a band you may have heard of, heard of called Mika Miko. Yeah, we really went back and did some research. Oh yeah, and they're, they're coming up later like, on. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay okay yeah. So it was that band, and like we didn't bring enough people to the battle of the bands, but like so we weren't really banned. But I remember we were like disqualified because we didn't have enough people show up, so we weren't allowed to like to be um, uh, voted in the Battle of the Bands or something weird like that. But I remember the actual being banned time was we came back and like, oh God, it's like so embarrassing. It was like some, we were just like, oh, oh, during, I'm sorry, during the Battle of the Bands, we got crazy on stage and decided to just rip the signs down that said no dancing. So that was like one thing. And then we came back and like someone was like, told told on us for like stealing the stamp at the front door it's so funny as you like talk about it again like reflect on this you're like this was just like it felt so big in the moment like oh my god we you know they think we stole their stamp and I remember like running down the alley and we were probably drinking a 40 or something and now you're like wow we were just kids (laughs) (laughs) did you have a fake id when, when you were younger yeah, actually, I have a really funny fake ID story. I love so, to hear it. Okay, so it's really, really quick. Um, 
I had a fake ID and it was my friend. So it wasn't really fake. It was real, but just not me. And I showed up to, can I name, can I give names like the cha-cha in my life? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. Shit. I yeah. Am I allowed to say the party? They are sponsoring this podcast. So <laughs> I'm glad that you tied it in. I had to mention it anyways. So thank you, cha-cha. Okay, so yeah. I, I showed up to the cha-cha and I was like 17. And the guy at the door was just like, uh, I gave him the ID. He's like, I know this girl. <laughs> I was like, okay. But that's like my like small little funny ideas uh, yeah but i never actually had a fake one it was just like borrow your friends who look the most like you yeah did it, did he give it back <laughs> he did give it back yeah he gave it back you know and i lived down the street from at that time you just walk home <laughs> like all right i'm just gonna go um, back home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean that's um those things are really important when you're, when you're younger to be like, and it, it, fake IDs, I mean, that, that's like not a foreign thing to have as a, as a youth, that is not of age. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I, I, I got mine taken like twice, had to order new ones. It was just like a, it was a, a real fake one. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, okay. So yeah. you went through the whole fake ID, like actually, ordering fake ids taking the picture ordering it i ordered with a couple of different people and I, I i might have told this on on the podcast i'm sorry if if i had but um yeah i and then i went in with a bunch of different people because it was cheaper to get like a mass amount than just like two people getting it and so it came yeah. with two i got those two taken i said i was 23 <laughs> when i was like whatever 18 or whatever 17 18. <laughs> yeah and then i was like okay i'll just say that i'm 21 for the second round because those both got taken and then and then i i might have gotten one more taken and then i was on my last one i was like shit i really need to, to hold on to this one because this is the last one and then finally i turned 21 so i was like okay it's it's fine so I'll, <laughs> I'll use the the real the real one i've like, already been 21 I, i've been 23 it's fine it's nothing it's nothing new <laughs> oh my god that's so funny yeah. um yeah I think it just hearing you talk about fake IDs right now just I started thinking about um how I did it because I was like I was definitely going to bars before 21 and then I remembered that we would just find the bars that would like let you come in it's cool yeah yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. I remember specifically the bar it happened at was because I was on crutches that night. So they didn't deny me. And I just walked up with some friends who were over 21. And then they just let the girl on crutches come in. They weren't going to like deny me. So that was the beginning of that bar. And then ever since then, I would just come in and there was like no ID. <laughs> Well, that, that's smart. You you already have an ailment. You're like, I hey, get that door. You know, <laughs> you just gotta... so then like you're asking them to already do something for you. It's like, okay, well, she wouldn't have this much gusto if she wasn't already of age. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. If you, if, I, I feel like if you ask them to get the door for you or you're carrying something in, that's that that that's also the move. I've done that before. I've carried shit in and then just kind of <laughs> snuck right in. Yeah, that's that's oh the thing. God. Yeah, because you're already. So it's like funny. I have a purpose here. Like I wouldn't be doing this if I wasn't supposed to be here. So <laughs> here I am doing this thing. Oh 
<laughs> oh my god the, that is i'm just dying right now laughing yeah that's that those are the moves oh, hold the door hold the door <laughs> i get the door <laughs> oh yeah sorry 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 here you go <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah do it there you gotta do it far though you gotta, you gotta do it pretty far it's like oh man this guy's really coming up like across the park hey <laughs> yeah across the street <laughs> as soon as this light cycle ends i'm coming over oh, and get be, be there be there at the door oh my god oh my god this is perfect perfect material for my screenwriting class right yes now. yes this is a whole this whole scene <laughs> there's a uh, character development a struggle mm -hmm. an anti-hero mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah yeah we got everything yeah, totally yeah. Plot points. Yeah, I Plot get it. Points. I understand. Yes. You know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, who who started playing music first? Was it was it you or your sister? It was it was definitely me. We started like when we were really um, young, it started like singing together, entertaining our parents. You know, we would like um, sing uh we would like you know hear a song on the radio and like I'm like actually remembering a song that we sang to our parents that was like really not a song a child should be singing I feel like it was I can't remember what song it was but like just something like <laughs> I remember us performing it to our parents we had no idea what the lyrics were we were so young and they were their faces were just like um <laughs> this is like I do not want to be hearing my kids say these words right now but so yeah we were like always singing and like dancing uh together really young but I was the first one who got a guitar my dad got me a guitar at like seven pretty old pretty old to be getting into that <laughs> sometimes I like want to leave out the age because I'm like well then shouldn't I be like a genius guitar player now yeah, you should already been I mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> been in the philharmonic by that point but what i mean whenever yeah. you start it right yeah, yeah totally <laughs> but then i actually quickly moved to bass because it was like i started guitar and then i picked up the bass which i really really liked in the beginning and i was really young like junior high and then when i when i picked up the bass that's when jen started playing our dad's guitars guitar yeah guitars guitar well, which one was it? Okay, though. okay, it's plural. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is he important for the story. This is what you can't leave out of the screen writing class. I mean, you got to have all the elements there. You have to have all. Oh, you're right. Boy, you're you right. Can't... You have to have all. You're absolutely right. You need to have all the elements. You know. <laughs> where did the name Bleached come from? Where, where, where did, does that stem from? Um, my sister came up with that because we would. I feel like bleaching your clothes was such a big part of growing up. You bleach your jean jacket. We bleached our jeans, our, our band shirts. And so Jen was just one day like bleached and we're like, all right, cool. It's good. It has a ring to it. You gotta it has a ring to it. Yeah. 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 And I feel like I'm always like, when I tell people bleached, I'm always like bleached, bleached. And they usually get it, but I always think people think I'm just going to say bleach. Like not with the ed, but right. it totally does have a ring to it. Past tense, yeah, yeah needs yeah, to be past, addressed. Past tense, yeah. <laughs> when you when you buy denim, are you light blue? Are you dark blue? Are you medium blue? What are you going for? This is like such a good question. I, I feel like it. this is a struggle I have actually mm -hmm. because I'm always like, 
I'm like really taking this seriously because whenever I think of dark blue denim, it's like me wanting to have like a 1973 look like a heart vibe. Right. And then like a lighter denim, I think it's kind of more like eighties punks go to the skate park and skate, you know, and then there's a medium denim, which I think is my last pick because I don't know what medium denim. Oh, that's kind of like cowgirl medium. Denim. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, I'm with you hundred percent, but I would also argue that the medium denim could go into the eighties denim. I feel like that's kind of, it crosses over at that point that that is the bridge between those two that you can kind of work both of those within the eighties. Totally. It's without being so a cowgirl. True. Yeah. That's yeah. this. Totally. Thought. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so just, just to recap, it's, it's dark blue up top and then light blue and then medium blue. I feel like it would be light at top. Okay. Okay. Dark, dark. Yeah. I, sorry. I said the, the order wrong. It's, it's light at the top because that's kind of what I just go for, but I always want to go for the darker blue, but mm -hmm. it always ends up being lighter blue is, is, is it? Yeah. 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 The lighter okay. denim. <laughs> I get it. I understand. I'm with you. I haven't owned a pair of dungarees in years. And I, I don't know if I'll go back. Honestly, I don't know. Because every time I try on jeans, it's always uh, a, a difficult thing. I just went through this the other day. I was like, you know what? They have Levi's here. I'm going to try them on. Bad move. I don't like it. I don't like the way they fit. I don't, I just don't like it. I've been, I've been wearing like Dickies and Dockers for years now. And I, I, I don't, I don't see myself going back. I also took a shot in the dark trying these other pants um that i ordered you know and that's and that's always a a, a gamble whether you know yeah. it, it, whether you know the type or not it's like, uh, it might not work yeah. out yeah, yeah. But, but i'm trying them out they're called cookman pants they're like okay. kind of breathable they're uh yeah so oh, cool. i i'm trying them out I, I i don't know how i feel about them yet but yeah uh, right i was gonna ask so because you ordered them online and you're still so you're not sure if they worked out yet i'm wearing them right now they feel nice i just don't know if it's me because it's it's um uh what's it called? it's um well it's it's like plaid kind of it's got black and white stripes it's oh, a seersucker cool. that's what it is seersucker oh so, cool yeah but the awesome. thing is there's no there's no button to it it's just like one of those um tie things and it does like pajama pants and i talked to my brother today he was outside and he's like oh I, nice pajamas you know already straight out of the gate oh, okay well, I'm, I'm wearing them they're nice yeah I, like I, them. I say I would say embrace them and just make them your thing <laughs> I'm incorporating them into my into my wardrobe yeah it's out there though for me it's out there but I'm, I'm trying new things yeah I want to do that I want to like I want to be a little bit um out there more i want to be more out there with my clothes i want to go for it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what like what I, I always wonder like what is it that holds me back sometimes with that because I, it's yeah it's it's interesting like because that's like what i like get inspired by right like my inspiration and idols are like people that were out there like i think of like bowie you know and like all like the clothes he embraced and his suits that he wore. And then I'm sure, you know, there were moments of just not like extravagant clothing that he had, 
but I always am just like, I need to like, like, I need more of that in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you think that, and then you're in that position to, to be that person. And I mean, I mean, I'm like, I am, that's not me. That's not me. You know, <laughs> yeah. you always take you a go, step back. Yeah. Like, nope. You're like, you're out there. And then you're like, I really wish I wasn't wearing this right now. You're like I'm, I'm out here. But, but if you're, if you're out and about and you're out there, it's like, whatever I'm doing this, this is me right yeah. now. This is yeah. who I am. This is what I'm embracing right now. Which, which I, which I do like that. I, I like that fans. Like I'm, I'm out here, but you know, yeah, this is the comfort zone and, and I'm, I'm not here. I'm, I'm like 15 minutes away in traffic from the comfort zone. That's where I am right now. So <laughs> do you feel like being in a uh, band with your sister has strengthened your relationship with her? Or, I mean, have you have you gone through cycles of like okay I I need to distance myself from from her right now? Yeah. Um. Let's let me think about that. I feel like Jen and I. Um. So we've been very very close from like I feel like from like day one of growing up together and playing music really young and we always. I don't think we knew what life was like anything other than what, of course, what we were doing. And, and I, when the whole, like the quarantine thing happened, it was the first time we were distant from each other. So I do feel that being sisters close in a band really, I do think our, our um, relationship was strengthened and we became really close because there was like moments too where you're like you're on the other side of the world touring and you and you're with each other and you don't know anybody so you know we just kind of like really knew how to um have fun together um make the best out of things and situations and like we have like a really good humor together we find like the the most random things funny (laughs) (laughs) like um but like this was the first time we like took space from each other with the quarantine and at first it was kind of hard but then I just kept telling myself like you know this is temporary this is just what is needed to happen right now and I kind of started like enjoying um having distance but not it was only enjoying the distance because I was able to kind of like just do something new and different, you know, like it wasn't like a change of pace. Sure. Yeah, totally, totally a change of pace. So, um, but yeah, it's cool because now like we met up the other day and we started like working on music again and, um, um, or making it more like a regular thing. Cause during quarantine, it was just like, you know, you got to get, tested first for covid so it wasn't as much but then now we're making it more like trying to be like a once a week thing and it was like a lot of a lot of fun like it felt a little different writing it was cool yeah i mean so and, we, it's, and it's good to have that new breathing new air into something that you've been doing right yeah totally totally i think it's like yeah, it was almost like this whole year really made me like go back to, I guess not go back. I don't want to say go back, but maybe 
go forward um, doing things more like um, for yourself versus like more for yourself. And so I, I felt like I was finding the, the love in something again and like remembering why I picked up an instrument. I kind of forget over time, like why you're doing something that you've been doing for so long. And so that was, I think that had a lot to do with being back in the room with my sister writing. It was like, we've been doing this for so long and we first started doing this because it was so much fun and we didn't really have expectations. We were just like, oh, it's just like pass the time by like writing music together in our parents' garage. That, no. I don't know if that sounds negative no. half the time. It's like <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's how you spend your time as as a youth. Yeah, you got to be doing something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. It's good to be creative in something. Yeah, passing the yeah. time doing it. But you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What were the first tours like for Bleached? What what are there any moments that stick out to you when, when you guys first started going out and playing shows? Yeah, um, I it, the first tours for Bleached were um, were in. I'm trying to remember if we were st still in my mom's minivan. <laughs> I don't think so. I think at that point we were now renting our own van, or it was like a friend of ours was driving his like his van or something, and. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think also we were coming from another band, so it was really fun because it was a new, a new, a new band. A fresh start was something. I was playing guitar. I'd never done uh, played guitar in a in a band before. I was just a bass player, so that was kind of cool. And I I think for Bleached, I was probably in my early twenties, so um, um. I don't know the first for some reason like what I'm what I remember the most about tour is the east coast and going up to like Salem like Salem is always like Salem Massachusetts you know going there and like um experiencing being on the road um seeing fall out of LA is like so amazing <laughs> like like you don't really I mean you can experience fall in LA but you know you're like on the road and you're just like oh my god this place is so beautiful and amazing I just want to live here you know and you're just like really like in the moment of it and soaking it all up yeah you know? definitely yeah the, the seeing seasons is different yeah yeah totally that's yeah <laughs> yeah like actually experiencing oh this is uh this is winter wow because <laughs> because I'm I'm from Orange County, so it's the same. Okay, okay, same yeah, fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's cool, just yeah. Not experiences. Oh, it's um, it's cold. Sixty-five yeah. <laughs> for a minute. Oh my god! Yes, totally, totally. It's brisk. It's brisk. Yeah, it's brisk. I can't be outside. I can't be outside right now. There's no way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. freeze. Yeah, totally. Or like, or just like the extreme summer of humid and you're yeah. like holy shit like i can't wait to get out of this <laughs> yeah. yeah oh man <laughs> it's an issue and i mean i'm assuming that you've experienced this a car without air conditioning in the summer yeah yeah, yeah. that was yeah. my mom's minivan 
it makes you reconsider a lot of things like okay i I own a microwave that has wheels that's cool but like i'm drenched constantly a microwave with wheels that's 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 what it is it's like you're baking in there yeah yeah we we used to like um um I remember specifically driving through like Arizona in the no AC minivan and rolling the windows down and just being burnt from the wind. Oh, it's just a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Like just mm. hot winds burning your face. It's very nice. It's gorgeous. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it just feels like really hard to be like, to like dress like, cool in the heat it's like you want to like put on a cool like blazer and and some you know i don't know like cool polyester bottoms but you can in the heat it's so hot and you're just like wearing nothing i remember just like (laughs) go ahead it sounds like a good story please go ahead what <laughs> you know, you just start questioning yourself, like, who am I? And you just look in the mirror in like a rest stop bathroom and you're like, what am I doing? My face is so red. And it's just like, just like, like in the random tank top you just found in your bag that's supposed to be a sleep shirt. But now it's just your everyday tour outfit because it's so hot. <laughs> it's it's the worst when you go to 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 see somebody that you're dating, you know. <laughs> And you're just like sweating, not because you're nervous, just just because like the air conditioning doesn't work. Like I need to stop sweating, right? And it never works. It never works. You're just sweating. Don't stop sweat. Yeah, you just. This is me. Yeah. (laughs) This is me. Hey, how are you? I can identify with that. You know, like I really can say, like I feel like I've been the one in a relationship where I feel like I can't stop sweating. Yeah, it's it's an issue. It's an issue. Cause this room that I'm sitting, it's my bedroom. It's always hot in here all the time. It doesn't matter if air conditioners go. That fan's going. I mean, I feel something finally, but yeah, it's it's constantly just very, very hot in here all the time. And that's just, I just live in heat. You just live in heat. That's what it is. There's no hiding it. There's no hiding yeah. it from anybody. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but why are you sweating? Well, it's it's hot. It's hot. I'm a, I'm a sweater. That's it. That is, that's, that's, that's all there is to it oh my god i say deal with it but you know yeah yeah totally are there any moments from uh more recent tours that stick out to you um besides shirts sticking to you besides sticking yeah well let's let me think of our last i'm let's uh let me think about this tour moments that stick out um, I'm blanking so hard. No, it's fine. That 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 cut of just of just no no air, the dead air. It's great. It's it, it really oh. gives it really gives a good like. This is a in depth question. It's good. <laughs> um, we need that. We need that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh God. You know, it's just because there's been so many there's so much touring like I'm actually reflecting like I'm like wow like I spent so much of my life touring and you know it's always been Jen and I right um but we'll occasionally have like a drummer who's with us for like a year or two or bassist who's with us for just a tour or something or like 
but I mean like what sticks out are just like some of the like up maybe it was about four years ago I feel like Bleach started opening for some really cool bands so it was like opening for Paramore so our tour became catered food versus like you know uh running across the street to I don't know uh whatever you could find and just you know eating whatever you can in that moment so when we were touring with Paramore I mean that was really cool that was over in in Europe and I just remember like the food and the desserts and the the bulletproof wait is that it bulletproof coffee you could make and like bulletproof uh, coffee? I've, I've heard of that <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm not as privy to this nice lifestyle that you're accustomed to, but I've heard of it. Must be nice. Sure. <laughs> you, you know, actually, now that we're talking about it, I always need like some warm up time. You know, I'm not like a quick person. I'm not quick. But when I start talking about something, things will start rolling. <laughs> we're going to re-record this. That's, that's it. Are you ready? All right, okay, here we go. <laughs> so you said you're taking a screenwriting class. Why? Why is that? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm well, fucking with you. This, I'm, this kind please, of, if you have a real answer to the question, please go ahead. <laughs> well, actually, no, this could, this is helping me go back to the tour question because one of my favorite things to do on the road is to go to all the haunted places in the world. Um, so that was like a thing we did on the road is if we had a day off or even if we didn't have a day off, we would like try and get to, um, there was like a haunted thrift store we went to. I think this was in Kentucky and like haunted houses. Okay. Actually I've got a really fun story. So a tour road on the tour story. And this is like, just like one out of like, right. Like so many, but I remember, um, we were, I think we were touring with the dam. This, I think it was with the dam, who was like a band we grew up listening to. So to be opening for the dam and like playing House of Blues. Also, it was like sneaking into House of Blues when we were young, like making our own wristbands, watching bands like that, like the dam. That was our upbringing. So now we're opening for the dam and House of Blues. And it's like, this is like, like, I just was like, this is it. This is what I, I, I feel very successful now as a, as a musician. Like, this is what, this is amazing. But that specific tour, we were like, it was during fall and we were really um, hitting a bunch of haunted places and our bass player, she was really not into that. And, and so it was like in Illinois somewhere, we had five spots on our list and they were all within the same town. So we were like, going through each one of them and we dropped our bass player off at a cafe she's like can you just drop me off here I just want to like work on some like work she was a uh, an attorney she was an attorney and so she had some work she had to do and she's sitting in this cafe I've like, got okay. this case that is pending right now I have exactly. to go to do this yeah. you guys go do your haunted stuff yeah. and then I'll be back to yeah. play the bass That's exactly what it was so she's working in this cafe and we're, and she's like really making it very clear to us that she just says nothing, wants nothing to do with all this haunted stuff, wasn't into it. So then we go on our little tour of haunted places. One of the tours we showed up to, or not tour, but one of the haunted houses, 
we show up and the lady was like, oh, the paranormal activity people are coming by today. You can come take a tour with them while they set their cameras up. So we like, you know, we go in and she lets us in the house that you're normally not allowed to go in. You know, it's just something to look at from outside. And so we're like hanging out with the paranormal team and they're like, we feel a lot of energy here. We're gonna was it ghost hunters, here. those guys? It wasn't ghost hunters, which I'm, I love ghost hunters. I love ghost hunters. It wasn't them, but they were like an up and coming you know oh, okay yeah normal, yeah like, the second gen yeah. of all this yeah uh-huh. they seemed very to be honest they seemed very pg it kind of felt like it was like a mom and her son it was really sweet but it <laughs> <is>. <laughs> like, <laughs> so then we're like going down our list we get to the like our fifth haunted place in this town and we show up and it's the cafe we dropped our bass player <laughs> off at and it was the most we left it for the it was the last on the list because it was the most haunted place and it was a cafe in a school and there was this whole story of this girl who, you know, had been murdered at the school and she, she, um, uh, people will, will uh, either like see her like floating by the lockers and we like show up and there's our bass player sitting in the cafe in the school working and we're like, hey, you're now at the most haunted place on the list. So that was kind of cool. And, and <laughs> <laughs> please i just need to get this done and then she's dealing with the ghost she's like i i don't i i'm fine thank you i'm fine yeah and it's, it's the girl it ends up being the girl <laughs> so anyways she that's why they wanna... they film her and then she they, they get the little girl on the camera like we, we got her you want to see this and she's like no no time no time sorry we're in litigation right now <laughs> oh my god i'm working on my cross examinations right now yeah 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 totally oh my god wow <laughs> this, i mean so this is why i want to screenwrite right because right. i, I want to write about haunted story <laughs> <laughs> wait so was she was she was she bummed out when you told her like hey this is a i think she place. was laughing we were all laughing at it oh, okay yeah we were it was a, a pretty good laugh and she found it pretty humorous and um yeah yeah <laughs> out, out of all the places like, out of all the places couldn't be yeah. a fucking starbucks no way uh-uh <laughs> that means the haunted cafe yeah <laughs> better internet connection yeah. where did you find the bass player that is a that is an attorney what where did um this it was about? like yeah friend of a friend um, you know, we were just looking for another bass player. I felt like it was something like, I guess I was saying this earlier, we would go like a year with, uh, a, a one bass player. And then, um, you know, people like, I can, I can really understand because when you're hiring someone to be in your band, it's, it's not their band. And I, as, as a musician, it seems like most people want to be writing their music. So you kind of, I, I feel like we would experience, you know, people coming in and then it's time to like, you know, maybe work on your own stuff. So y- you have to kind of, I guess, accept that and like, yeah, like, you know, do what we're, what we were doing, working, doing our own thing. And so um, it was a friend of a friend who was like, oh, here, you know, this girl is a good, great bass player. And she came to an audition. We had on an audition. <laughs> At the cha-cha, come through. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
it's funny because after one of our auditions, oh my God, we've had a lot of auditions. I feel like it's a thing we did. I mean, like, it sounds kind of lame, but like you had to have an audition. <laughs> with, with, I think one ended up at the cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just, just we, we hold a lot we need a lot of spaces please i mean just give us your venue for a minute <laughs> yeah. oh my <Yeah>. god <laughs> when did you feel that bleached was different from uh mika miko um yeah that's a really great question i feel Thank like you. <laughs> probably almost immediately because um I was now playing guitar and we it was right around um it wasn't after high school it was like a couple years after or maybe like three or four years after high school so it's like kind of that age where like um it seemed like you were maybe going to continue playing music and being on the road or you were going to go to school. So that's kind of what happened was like bleach started. Jen and I started bleach because we wanted to continue playing music. I was going to school, but it was not like a full time school thing. And then I eventually, of course, just kind of stopped going to school because I remember someone once told me like, um, you may never get this opportunity to travel and tour like this. So I kind of just went with that and I'm really happy I did. I was like, you know what, let's do this. And then like, um, and then Bleach was, I mean, Mika Mika went to Japan. That felt like that was a really big moment, but because it was like, well, are you going to keep having this moment or do you, you know, want to take another path so that it definitely was like pretty immediate where it's like you know what Jen and I are gonna do this we're gonna um keep playing music and and then it was really cool and just to keep traveling and I'm glad that I kept doing it yeah I mean definitely it just worked out right yeah yeah totally and you were able to take I mean school school's always gonna be there these opportunities aren't that's that's the whole thing yeah totally totally exactly and like I, I feel like I'm like now realizing too as I as I I guess as I get older um I, I'm like really enjoying my home these days <laughs> I really you know I'm a my I don't know if you're into astrology but I'm a Leo so I am not I, but I'm 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 here for it I'm, you're I'm open for it I would love I almost want to guess your sign but I would love to know your sign but my moon is a cancer and cancer moon is a very like home person very nurturing home you know I like to bake right before we came on I was actually late I was five minutes late to the zoom interview because I was watering my pumpkin patch. I've got a pumpkin patch now, and I love it. Oh, the it. kid's going to come through in October? You're going to hold well, out of your house? I I definitely am going to have people come through, and it, for sure. Like, la I had it last year, and it was very successful. Okay. But no one could really come through because of quarantine, so I just kind of, like, took my pumpkins and dropped them off at friends' houses. Um. So it's like, I'm now realizing that 
I'm enjoying this time at home. And so I couldn't imagine all of a sudden being like, hey, let's get a band, uh, like a, a band together that's going to tour nine months out of the year. So... <laughs> I mean, it's outrageous when you say it anyways, nine months yeah. out of the 12 month year, out of the oh, 12 man. month year. And I feel like that was the energy I had when I was 18 years old. That, that, I mean, that's, that's when you're supposed to be having it though. You're supposed to be doing these <laughs> yeah. things young and not like, right. imagine doing it right now. It's like, Hey, uh, we have this whole tour for you North America. Go out there. <laughs> You know, although there's like times where like I actually feel that I would love to go on a really small, like do a solo project and just like play these like these like uh I don't know, like hole in the wall bars and these like I don't know. So, so that sounds fun. That yeah. kind of sounds fun. But like <laughs> a small, like not a huge band, you know, just like me and maybe another person or two other people. <laughs> I was talking to uh, Shannon Lay and she did that and it was oh, like crazy. Oh. She went to Europe doing that. It's like, that's, I mean, that's an adventure on it on its own. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Shout out to Shannon. She's, she's great. Um, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. That's inspiring. It really is. I like that. Yeah. I mean, maybe you guys could just do it together. That'd be good. Sell some yeah. tickets. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you didn't seem too enthused with the idea. Maybe it's a screenplay idea. Who knows? Okay. It's open-ended. <laughs> so did, oh. did you work at Amoeba? Is, is, do I have that correct? Yeah, I worked at Amoeba. Did you ever fucking think that you'd be doing a what's in my bag? No, actually. It's no. Um, I, ne it, I never, when I was working at Amoeba, I was in Mika Miko and I remember in Mika Miko they asked us to play at Amoeba and I remember thinking oh great because I'm working here people are this is literally what was going through my head as a, as a teenager it was like oh they're only asking our band our band to play because I work here you know and I was always just like but so I remember, what so what I know, I mean, I know like right me. so it's what Amoeba so yeah the first time at Amoeba I was like I can't believe I'm freaking playing at Amoeba right now this is like wild and then of course the what's in my bag was like really awesome and it was so fun to go back to Amoeba um uh while doing what's in my bag I had like um, working at Amoeba was like such a great point in my life it was really awesome the people there were so amazing and supportive and like you know it was so cool were you like helping somebody else out? Like, yeah, this is a really good album. Excuse me real quick. And then you just jumped on stage. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, I'm, just give me like, I, give me 30 minutes and I will be right with you. Okay. Oh my God. And then like, just come back like, all right. Oh, how can I help you? Yeah. It's, uh, um, you, you're looking for the Hendrix book, right? Okay. Uh, we might have it. Let me, let me look. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god i actually worked in uh, in the uh the warehouse i didn't work on the floor i was a case switcher in the warehouse and then did some receiving which was really cool because i didn't i mean it probably would have been fun on the floor too but i would just sit in the back all day and um just hang out and they had like cd players 
for us on the table. So I would just listen to music for eight hours, switching cases. And there was this one bit I had to do, um, because uh, no one liked to do the classical bin, but I'm actually a fan of classical music. Since I was really young, I would I would always have classical music playing to go to sleep because it would just calm my mind. It's something I just picked up on my own. You know, no one. T- and what you, you put it on your nap and in the background? I mean, you're just yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, let, me, let me get a type five real quick. Seriously, I'm seriously like, this is what it was. I was like seven years old. I remember going to sleepovers, sleeping over at my friend's house, asking if I could put on classical music. <laughs> Guys, so, I, got, I got this uh, Debussy uh, CD. I, yeah, it's, Debussy. it's awesome. It's great. <laughs> Totally, totally Debussy. You don't know oh Papa Haydn? You don't know Papa Haydn? Oh boy, <laughs> I'm gonna blow your mind right now. <laughs> oh my god. So so I was like, I'll do the classical bin, you know, and I'm switching the classical cases and then and they're old. The classical bins were old and dusty and hadn't been touched in years. And I opened up, this is actually my first day working. I opened up the classical case. And right when I opened it, like 20 roaches came crawling out on the table and they, they just like went everywhere. And I screamed and I was like, oh my God. And, I, and then the, my manager came over and he's like, what happened, Jess, what's wrong? And at that point, the roaches were all gone. They found a place to hide. And I was like, I just opened a CD and like 20 roaches came out. And I think everyone was really confused and thought I was high. And then like, finally, there was a moment where like, people were like, uh, okay, do you want to sit at another table? And they were acting really nice. And I was freaking out. And I was like, like opening up cases, like so terrified. And then throughout the day, people would see little roaches around. I'm like, see, I told you there are roaches, but there was like a good hour where I think people were like, we just hired this girl and she's on psychedelics right now, (laughs) but they're like into it. They're kind of like, that's cool. They're like, but good, good on you though. You did it. You're on. Yeah. You're doing it. <laughs> but ever since then, then I was like, I'm never doing a classical bin ever. The key that's, switching. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hiding can wait. Tchaikovsky's 1812 overture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you open it up. You see what's in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seriously. What was, what was the worst show you ever played? The worst show um the worst show I ever played oh god you know like sometimes your worst shows end up just becoming your best shows because it was just so off horrible it was so horrible I mean like the the show I can think of is the reason why it was so bad is because I was fucked up (laughs) can I say that on here yeah absolutely you say whatever the fuck you want who cares and my pedals were you know when you're just you just don't even and like I'm I'm not I I don't drink anymore I'm sober which is pretty awesome but I was still drinking then and I was so drunk that something was going wrong it's like one of those situations where like and this was for like a fender party and like it was like more like a showcase thing and you know, an audition as well, right? It was we're also auditioning. <laughs> audition. <laughs> Leo, get over here. Let's see what you got, man. We need a bass player. Leo. <laughs> and like, I, I, it was like 
something probably so simple, right? Anyone could have just been like, oh, this little, you know, my, my one spot isn't connected to this thing. And, you know, you couldn't figure out. So the whole show, I'm just like, like the way I write on guitar, the, like I, I'm, it's with pedals. Like I need pedals to get me through a lead. And I have like five pedals and none of them's working. So I'm doing all these leads that are like, like try to figure it out and I'm thinking like you know what this is probably the best you've ever sounded because you're just clean straight in no pedals and then I remember after the show there was a very serious talk in the green room it's like Jess you gotta get your shit together like this was so bad I remember our manager was like our manager is a huge fish fan and like there's nothing bad with fish, but we're just not a band that should sound like fish. You're like, I felt like I was watching a fish show, the way you were playing your solos with no effects. You fucking sound like fish. I loved it. Everybody else was not on board. Everybody else is Grateful Dead and I'm fish over here. So you know what? I'm supporting it. <laughs> but That's exactly what I feel like it was. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> So, you know, I go with like the first thing that came to my mind, that was, that was the show and I had to go with it. And since then, I I think that may have been my last drunk show. So it was like the worst show. It was definitely a rock bottom show. It was a rock bottom show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What was the, the actual turning point for you to, to, to become sober? Um, well, the actual turning point was, um, you know, you can't, it's, it's, there's so much of, of that behavior you can take, you know, from the out, the outside of it, it could look, it could look rock and roll. Right. But inside, you know, my sister was basically like, I can't be around this. And she had already gotten sober so there was still a year of me just like ah, running around, like, you know, not knowing, you know, any truth of any part of the day. I was like, I didn't know what was going on. So she, it was kind of, that was a big turning point. It was just like, you know, this band is not going to continue if you're going to keep drinking. So it was like, you know, I did it for, in that moment, people around me. But then over time, you know, now I do it for myself, but it was, it it was um, definitely something I needed to hear. I needed to get that text that day that it was like, I can't do this anymore. And I was like, oh my God, my heart just kind of stopped. And I was like, whoa, I'm like really fucking up. Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah. yeah. Especially coming from a sibling. Yeah. 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 Totally. And it's like it's like, it's kind of cool to actually like, just to be open about it because yeah, it's like a really emotional, emotional, uh, journey journey. Exactly. But it's like, seriously what happened. And like, if anyone can ever like hear anything from that to like, look at themselves and Hey, like get as emotional as you need to get. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Let it out. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Has, uh, being sober changed the way that you've uh, written music and in your ideas and thought process processes yeah. going going yeah music. it definitely has um there's like sometimes there's like this point where I'm like man when I was drinking I feel like I just like would go for it but 
I mean, there's so much more realness being sober and I'm able to like, to, to, well, for one, really like remember what you're doing the next day. It's like, there are moments of drinking where I would have blacked out and then I would go home, wake up to go back to a writing session or practice. And I would like try to pretend like I knew what was going on, but I like really wouldn't have any like memory. So it was like, so now it's like, I'm able to like really take in and I feel like I'm growing with music. I really, it's, it's, it, you know, I feel like it was really being, my growth was stunt in music and now being sober, it's like, I'm growing. I'm like, I'm, I'm taking suggestions without like, you know, the ego, like, oh, don't tell me what to do. And I think that's a huge part of it really. It's like, you know, Hey, what do you, what do you think? What do you think about this? Okay, great. Let's use it. You know, if anyone told me what to do, I'd be like, I'd be like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) I'm your sister. Uh, That's baseline for one. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that is, that is really, that is really great. I mean, that's good. Good good for you. I mean, thank you. That is, that is really a, really an important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I'm like, no, no I, I just wanted to leave that dead air for a second. We haven't yeah. had it in a while. We needed to chill out. I know it's going to be another joke coming. It was a real serious <laughs> thing. <laughs> we needed the break. You needed the break. You needed it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So what, what is the writing process like for, for bleach? Are you, are you coming in with your own ideas and kind of collaborating with your sister or what, what is, what, what's the deal there? Yeah. Well, our last case, our last writing process was cool because it started on zoom. <laughs> we were quarantined. This was like the beginning of the year and we were literally just sending tracks back and forth of what we were doing, like recording it, send it and then add something. So we were like really collaborating, like, like, one after another it was like my turn your turn my turn your turn kind of thing so that was cool and then now that we're, we're back in the rooms writing like I feel like we're I feel like now our, our writing process is like really open like it's not just because when we first started Jen we weren't living in a in in the same area Jen had all these songs with melodies she brought them to me and then I put a bunch of sprinkles on top of them. And now we're like really in the room, starting from scratch together being like, okay, here's a riff. Okay, here's some lyrics. And just like uh, putting them on top of uh, each other, like the um, uh, the different uh, instruments or lyric ideas. Yeah, la- layering, yeah. Layering, yeah, yeah, there you go, layering, <laughs> layering. <laughs> that's, so that's what it is, that's cool. the word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we we were actually just writing like a couple of days ago. We were writing a a a, Chris, a Christmas song. Good, good. Yeah, and the, and we've it, never it really be done. done that before. Yeah, we we're like, well, let's write a Christmas song. We've covered a Christmas song. But you're gonna write so. one yourself. Yeah, it's good. Out with the old. I say it's been around for years. It's the same shit every year. No, 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 different. Yeah, different totally, totally. My mom last Christmas, she's like, "Oh, put on some some Christmas music." Uh, when when we were decorating the tree, and um, 
I didn't want to put on Christmas music. So I was like, okay. Like, she, she said, oh, make sure it's a song I like. I said, got it. I put on Eagles. I just kept on putting Eagles songs on. And she's like, this is not the song. I was like, well, you like the song though, right? <laughs> Maybe this is the new Christmas songs. It is, yeah. why, is, why does it have to be the old ones? Why can't it be Eagles? You don't like yeah. Don Henley? <laughs> so so this this christmas i don't know maybe maybe beach boys i don't know yeah i like to i like to switch it up christmas yeah time. totally <laughs> it's totally. time yeah i'm getting I, more like i'm getting more into it i'm like hey you want to write a christmas song let's write a christmas song i would be so i would have been so against that <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun i like I, okay speaking of how we did that writing process like I was sitting at my piano and I was like I'm just gonna go for this I came up with a melody and then I came over to Jen's because she's got a studio at her place now and then we just took this piano melody I did and we made it a bleach version very nice very nice put, yeah. put, putting your spin on a on a melody that you created you're putting your own yeah. spin on your own idea yeah it's exactly. that's never been done that's never been done before yeah. No, seriously, it's like that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. How how would you describe the music that you make in your own words? Um, I would I you know I like to keep things simple, and I say rock and roll. <laughs> but really, it's like prog rock, right? <laughs> There's a little pop in there. Cause like when you like think of a band like like the Misfits, they have like oh my god, there are so many great singing melodies, but they're just punk. Like you just say Misfits are punk, right? Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah, what I would say. Like yeah, some like melodies in there that could be kind of pop sounding. And but... Danzig's solo stuff as well is venturing more into that direction. I'd totally, say. yeah, totally. But I I would totally just say we're like like maybe like 10 years ago I would have said punk and now I'm saying rock and roll and um yeah 15 years from now what is it going to be classic Christmas music that's how you that's how you're gonna oh my god that just made me so happy when you said that I was like yeah I mean, it's gonna it's it's gonna be wild. People are not. It's like, oh, this was Bleach. But I don't I don't I don't know about this this older Bleach. But their Christmas songs are great. Yes. I remember I remember listening yeah, to them. Totally, the Christmas song because it's like would really work with you know, like I was saying, I really like being home and I like gardening. You know, I, maybe I could sit at home and write some Christmas songs and yeah, <laughs> still do music and maybe not have to like tour as much. <laughs> tour during um only december though because yes. that's when the that's when the people really want to hear these these that that actually sounds like so much fun touring during december and you're like playing all these christmas hits wow yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's an idea I'm, I'm throwing it out there yeah please, please use it please use it <laughs> okay listen i like to wrap this up with some promo okay so yeah. People can find bleached mu- bleached music. Did you see that? I kind of you tripped me up with the whole D thing that you that you yeah. made it so apparent. Yeah. <laughs> it's on all streaming platforms, right? So whatever the whatever the people their their platform is, you can find it there, right? Yeah. And you can find merch and everything else, all the, all the good stuff at uh, hellobleach.com, right? That's the best place yes. to find this That's stuff. That's the best place. Do you have any shows coming up? We do. Oh my God. I'm Ooh. so excited. Well, let, we let have one know. show coming up. All right. Where is it? 
we're playing Riot Fest, which here's the thing. It's sold out, but mm -hmm. still, you know, uh, it's our first show from the whole, uh, this whole year. And it's going to be on Sunday where I think Sunday is like Nine Inch Nails are playing. And I think Smashing Pumpkins are playing that day. I have to look at it again, but Riot Sick. Fest in Chicago. And I'm really excited because like we've played Riot Fest before and that was like always my favorite festival to play and um yeah I'm, I'm really excited which is really cool because I'm um I didn't think I'd be so excited I was like oh my god I haven't played in so long what's gonna happen but I'm just you know going with the flow and I'm really stoked to go to Chicago and the too. people are ready for the Christmas album yeah <laughs> we good Thank you so much, Jess. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, Thanks for having me. It was I'm gonna really stop. a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop recording this. And it's, it's been a lot of fun for me, too. I mean, less than it was for you. But either way, it was. <laughs> I'm going to stop recording this. I'll talk to you in a second. Thank you. Yeah, it's so great. I love what you're doing. I, I, um, I'm really stoked for you to um, be doing this. And um, I felt like... Um, yeah, how long have you been doing this for now? If you don't mind me asking you a couple questions. No, no, not at, not at all. You know what? Well, I'm 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 gonna still keep this in then. Um, I've been yeah. doing it since since uh, I was in high school, like 17. So oh, cool. I started in high school, and uh, I I would do it on and off. Like I would have people here and there. Um, it it'd be like a not like a real regimented thing, and then this year. Uh, I was, I said, fuck it. You know, I'm really going to, I'm really going to try to do this because I really love doing this um, every week. So I've had one out every week this year um, on, on Friday. And this, by the way, this will be out next Friday. So, oh, cool. yeah. yeah. So I've been, I've been really stoked that like it, a lot of people have been wanting to come on or not wanting, but like agreeing to come on. I don't know if they wanted to do, I don't, yeah. I don't think you want to do this, but yeah. I thought that was so cool. I, was but like, I bothered you yeah. into doing it. <laughs> yeah no that's really cool wait how old are you now 21 oh cool oh yeah. awesome that's great yeah. oh my god i feel like i'm so just like like you've got this like this you're, is so you're great. in my world right now yeah yeah i love it and like i just i think like also just listening to so many in the last two years podcasts for me personally maybe for the world just became huge you know you're listening to so many and then you're like I'm like talking to you and I'm like oh these are just like the podcast this is great this is like you know you really I feel like have have it you got it you this totally is it this it. is one of the podcasts I really appreciate it thank you yeah thank and, you for the and, kind uh, words I oh yeah it was really very uh welcoming feeling what was I gonna say I was gonna say something oh my god I forgot well um but yeah, oh, I was gonna say that when I looked on your Instagram and I saw a bunch of faces and I listened to like a, I went onto the YouTube and listened to some. It was cool. I was really happy for you that. Yeah, you thank were, you. Yeah. And, and thank you for listening. And thank you, everybody else who's listening right now to this one. This has been a great episode. Thank you Yay. so much, Jess. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop recording it now before you get me okay. all teary eyed. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Totally.